Hey everyone, Jordan here with Iron and Grit. And today, on this episode of the podcast, I want to talk about something that I thought about this morning. I want to talk to you about pull ahead days. When it's time to pull ahead, you're able to pull ahead when you put in the extra time after your normal work is done. When you put in the extra time on the weekends or in the mornings before work, or in the evenings after work, after you put the kids to bed, or after you get done with your job for the day and you clear out your email box. Pull-ahead days allow you to pull away from the pack. They allow you to do better than other people, to put it in simple terms. And that's not the intent, necessarily. The intent is to make the most out of your life and to pursue whatever it is that you want to pursue so you can live a full and fulfilling life And that's what I aim to do. And I tell you what, man, it's hard. I think about the amount of time that I have to dedicate to Iron and Grit, and it's not so much the time. I don't think time is my issue. I I just had this breakthrough. It's energy. It's the energy that is my issue. And yeah, I hit the weights. I have pretty good energy. I can focus throughout an entire uh, day of work from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. I can hit my early morning workouts. That's not a problem. But man, about 6 p.m. rolls around, I'm exhausted. I want to just crash. I don't want to do anything. I don't want to do any work. I just want to relax. You know, that's that's especially when it starts to hit like Wednesday, Thursday. Those two days are like my my energy starts to, to plummet a little bit. So I got to figure something out. But anyway, what I'm getting at here is that if you can't put in the time after work to either work hard to pull ahead, work extra at your job to pull ahead, or to work at your side hustle to pull ahead, you got to put in the time on the weekends. Now, the weekends, I used to spend those out at the bar. I used to waste them drinking, throwing my hard-earned money away, wasting my time getting drunk, dealing with a hangover the next day. And it just, it wasn't for me anymore. I said, I'm done with this shit. I'm moving on to something better, something new. And don't get me wrong. For the time in my life, it was a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. That was what I want to do. I don't regret it. But I do have a lot of time that I need to make up for uh, in order to to be more productive and to uh, get the most of what I want out of life. So, with that being said, man, I'm on the highway right now, and uh, I'm going to jump subjects real quick because I'm in Grand Rapids, Michigan. I woke up at 5.30 a.m. to go to the gym, and it was like a freaking blizzard. And now I'm on the highway going home. I'm going 12 miles an hour. The road is covered in snow. Here I am talking to you guys. People are driving super slow. I mean, it is just at a gridlock crawl. But uh, this would be one of those examples where it would be hard to pull ahead. I mean, I do have the truck. It's in four wheel. I could definitely probably double the speed these guys are going. But man, it's like four lanes all the way across. Uh, Traffic going about 15 miles an hour now. And uh, I can't even see the lanes. So this is wild. But anyway, I still went to the gym. 
I still went up, I still got up, and I still went to the gym. And you know what was great? I wasn't the only one. There were other people that beat me there. There were people that were lined up at 5 a.m., I bet, to be the first ones through that door because they knew it was going to take a little bit longer to get to work today. But they had to get their workout in. So I commend them for that. And that's what I'm talking about, man. If you want to pull ahead, you have to do things that you normally wouldn't do, that people don't deem normal, that people don't deem uh, the average thing to do. Because the average person, guess what? They're not going to the gym three times a week. They're not eating well. They're not... I don't know if it's just apathy, like they don't care, or if it's just we've been so miseducated or misled uh, by the powers to be uh, that everything is going to be fine and everything is going to be okay when things are really slow and it just happens so slowly that things become not okay. For example, when it comes to what we eat every day, if you ate fast food every day, you probably wouldn't notice a big problem, you know, after a week. But if you had a habit where you ate a fast food hamburger every day for lunch, burger fries shake every day for lunch, get that four for four value meal or wherever, $5 snack box or gut blaster meal, in a year, you're probably going to be a little chunkier than you were at the beginning of the year after a year eating that every day. So these things happen so slowly and we're constantly bombarded by messages to consume and it gets into our brains and we're just constantly reminded that, hey, five bucks, you could satisfy that hunger of yours. And it's like, ah, shit, might as well do that. I don't want to cook anything. I don't want, I just cleaned my kitchen. I don't want to dirty any dishes. I'm just going to go through the drive-thru. It'll take like one minute. Or... Let's say that you have the self-awareness to where you can combat these, this constant uh, assault on your psyche and this constant struggle for control of your brain and your behavior uh, and, and this constant um, attempt to influence your behavior in a certain way. Guess what? A lot of other people ha- are being influenced by these same messages these messages have got their hooks so deep into other people's psyche that they don't even realize what's happening to them. So then if they're around you, they can make you feel like the outcast or it can make you feel like an outcast if you let it. So uh, you just got to stand strong. Um, It comes down to putting the work in every day. If you put in the work every single day and and you put in that sweat equity, you're not going to be as easily swayed to do something that's going to negatively impact you, like a bad eating decision or, or a risky behavior or something like that, or get, like going out binge drinking. Because you know that time is of the essence. Time is your most precious quantity that you have, the most precious commodity that you have. And for me personally, I spend a lot of time in the gym. And when I spend two hours, like today, two hours round trip to wake up, bundle up, heat up my car, hit the roads and hit, hit, hit the snowy roads, risk life and limb 
get my workout in, come back, it's taking two and a half hours round trip before I even get to work. When someone says, hey, let's go uh, get a cheeseburger later. And as much as I love burgers, in the back of my mind, I'm like, dude, I just spent two hours trying to get ripped for summer. I don't want to cancel out that wor- that workout. That was that's more valuable to me. The outcome of that workout is more valuable to me than a burger. So, you know, maybe I'll make myself some nice uh, barbecue ribs like I did last night, or two nights ago, or uh, eat some roast with some steamed veggies, and you know that's just as satisfying to me. Or have some steak and eggs, and it tastes better, and I feel better, and it's cheaper, and and it just I, I enjoy that. And it's helping me get to my, my, my health goal faster. So after a while, once you realize that, look at it this way. If you work your ass off and you really want a nice car, let's say you've been wanting that, uh, that Camaro or that Mustang or that, that nice big jacked up truck, you're going to put in the work every single day. You're going to count your chips every time you make a deposit and you know that that car costs 30 grand, you know you need to get to like 10 grand so you can get that $20,000 loan or whatever. Whatever it is that you're saving up for. And then when you get it, you take care of it. You have pride in it because you had to earn it. It's the same thing with my physique. It's the same thing with people that are into health and fitness. They take pride and they take care of their physique. Because, first of all, they know their body is the only place they have to live. They know that a healthy body is a healthy mind. And they know that they spend a lot of time and a lot of focus on improving themselves. Why would they do something to totally negate it? It makes no sense. It's terrible, uh, terrible sense of economy. And it's just, it's not going to get you anywhere fast. It's going to be one step forward, two steps back. And it's just not worth it. And after time, you'll realize that. It took me a while to realize that. I thought I could just do it all and and just have it all. But you know what? You can, in a way, you can have a lot of things, but they have to be compatible with one another. And it just takes a little bit of common sense thinking through it, and you can figure it all out. But anyway, when you get that nice car that you worked for, you're going to take care of it. You're going to hand wash it. You're going to get the nice seat covers and the nice floor mats to protect your investment. But the funny thing is that if that car would have came too easy to me, like if it would have just been given to me by somebody, I would be much less likely to care about it because it came so easily, I wouldn't appreciate it. I didn't have my sweat equity built into it. I didn't have my life. I didn't trade my portion of my life time for dollars in order to get that vehicle so I wouldn't care as much about it it's the same thing man if you put the sweat equity in to build a good body you're going to want to make sure that you're putting premium fuel into it and make sure that you're building the strength up and make sure that you protect it so that you can preserve your strength because your health is your greatest asset. Your energy is your greatest asset. So I know that I kind of went on a tangent there, but uh, I think that's an important concept to grasp, especially in this day and age. We live in a microwave society. We want everything now, now, now. 
and we don't want to work for it. Now, that may be an overgeneralization, but there are a lot of folks out there who do feel entitled. This is nothing new. We've been talking about this for more than a decade, and it isn't just my generation or the upcoming generation that has people like that. It's just more prevalent now because ideas spread faster with the invent of the internet. However, that's another conversation for another day. What I'm saying is work your ass off. You got to work. And as much as people hate on my generation and the upcoming generation, we're putting in the work. There's some of us, there's two camps and there's one camp that's putting it. There's three camps. There's one that's just lazy. There's one that there's ones that pretend to work that are all about optics that just want to appear like they're working and appear like they're badasses and putting on this front, even though they're probably broke as a joke. So any of those coaches out there that are trying to persuade you to join their program, ask them to show you their bank statements over the past six months, how much money that they've made every single month, every transaction they made. And if they can't deliver it on the spot, keep looking for a new coach because they're jokers. And then we've got the, the people that work their ass off. And those are the people that are truly grinding it. And uh, those are probably the ones that you hear the least about because they're not playing this optics game. They're wise enough to know that 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 the energy put into trying to convince people that they're successful is just like a personal bubble that's going to burst eventually. So they're the ones that are putting their time in that are putting their energy into building something that's lasting and something that's going to make them money for a lifetime. And that's what I'm doing with Iron and Grit. The momentum, the buildup is slow, but once I get that boulder over the hill, all I got to do is put a rope on that big ass boulder, put a sled behind it and let it pull me to the promised land. Uh, it's probably just an over-exaggeration, but I want it to get to a point where it's it's pretty much on autopilot. There's always going to be some work that's required. I mean, even planes nowadays fly on their own. It's all automated, but you got to have the pilot there. You still got to have the pilot there just to make sure things stay in check. Or if you got to do a system override, you can make that happen. Because once you set the course, if you're not going in the right direction, you need that pilot there to course correct. So there's no such thing as not working or 100% autopilot automated money. And if there is, I would love to learn about it. Let me know. Drop me a line, ironandgrit.com. Be happy to uh, talk to you. Um, other than that, like I said, man, it comes down to putting in the work. And those guys that are putting in the work are spending time pulling ahead. They are, see how this is coming full circle? They spend their weekends. Those are pull ahead days, Saturday, Sunday, three day weekends, Memorial Day, Labor Day. Those are pull ahead days. Those are days when everyone's on the beach drinking beer that you can put in the work to get ahead, that you can put in the work to do something and accomplish something that no one else has accomplished before. That's what it's about. 
yeah, everyone's going to be posting on social media that they're having a great time and look at how much fun their life is. But once you figure out that you want something more than that, it's easy. It's easy to not even notice it. It's easy to not even pay it, to think about it. It's easy to get so caught up in what you're doing and what you're building and what you're trying to become and develop yourself into that it, 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 you don't even see that stuff. You completely filter it out. You're completely blind to it. So that's just something to keep in mind. Definitely something to consider when you have a day off or you have a long weekend and you have some vacation time you need to burn up, you know, or if you're sitting on Instagram and you're just burning through the feed and you're not really doing anything or you're fishing for likes, which we all do it. I've done it too. Just keep that in mind that everyone else is doing what you're doing. Let me this is your opportunity to pull ahead and get ahead. I remember I was listening to something on a podcast. I think Jordan Peterson said this, but if you work a job and you put in an extra 10% effort, you work 40 hours, you put in an extra 10, four hours a week. So 44 hours a week total. That extra 10% of work is worth 40% more income to you. That's the difference between a little extra and extraordinary. And that's the difference between normal pay and extraordinary pay. That extra 10%, pushing that extra 10%. Everybody's got 10% left in the tank. We quit. We want to quit. Our brain tells us to quit when we're at about 40% capacity. When we're at 40% of our capability. If you're at the gym and you're doing heavy weight and your mind says, okay, it's too heavy. We got to stop now. You're only at 40%. You can keep going 60% more. So you need to figure out a way on how you can override that. And yeah, it's hard. We've all got habits. I used to be uh, one of those people that gave up easy and I still struggle with, with uh, pushing through on things, but uh, I'm working at it and I don't, I don't quit trying. Um, put the time in when I can. And, uh, that's, that's, I think that's what you have to do. You know, every, every autobiography I've read, everyone I've listened to that's had a rags to riches story. That's what they did. They just put in the time and they never gave up. And, um, this story is, is repeated constantly. It's repeated constantly. So there's gotta be something to it. I don't think it's a conspiracy where they all got together. These hundreds of Tens of thousands of successful millionaires and billionaires got together and were like, hey, guys, let's just tell everyone the same thing. Even though it's bullshit, let's just tell them it. It'll be a fun joke. Come on, let's do it. It'll be like the gag of the century. Let's do it. I doubt that's the case. Um, I don't think you get to that level without some integrity. So I doubt that they're just feeding the lines, especially in unison. So there's definitely something to it, I believe. And um, I'm willing to stake my claim on it. So... That's why I persist. So I feel like this is more of a, of a journal entry than anything else. If you're still listening to this point, 
I appreciate you sticking around. If you have any questions or any thoughts on anything that I message, mentioned or anything in particular, let me know. Drop me a line at ironandgrit.com or follow me on Instagram at ironandgrit and uh, send me a direct message or leave a comment on one of my posts and um, I'll, I'll help you out with any questions you might have or um, any type of discussion that you want to partake in with me. I'm happy to do it. So thanks a lot, guys. I hope you end the week strong. Hope you have a great day and I'll talk to you all soon. Bye-bye for now.